Welcome to the Strategic Planning Podcast with financial coach Mike Flanders. With more than 40 years of experience in the financial services industry, Mike knows the X's and O's that'll help you achieve your financial goals. It's time for the Strategic Planning Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome back into the podcast. It's Strategic Planning with Mike Flanders and myself talking investing, finance, and retirement. And we're going to talk about the retirement pyramid uh, and just kind of go through this kind of structured idea of a uh, of what you think about when it comes to building a retirement plan. There's kind of levels, right? So you think about a pyramid, you've got four or five, however many levels you want to go. But we're going to kind of talk about that and, and think about and, and uh, share some things on how you know you might want to structure or consider structuring your pyramid to make sure that you have got the things that you need to do. And of course, Mike's going to hang out with me as always. And it's also our Thanksgiving show. So it's right before Thanksgiving we'll be dropping this. So Mike, welcome in and, and uh, happy early Thanksgiving. Well, thank you, Mark. I appreciate that. Uh, yeah, we're we're uh, looking forward to that. We uh, last year did not do our normal thing. We, a lot of people, yeah, yeah, right. And uh, still had Thanksgiving just with our immediate family here, so that was nice. We really enjoyed that. But we uh, have been in the habit of doing an extended family thing over in Rocky Mountain, North Carolina, and we're back on for that this year. So, right, yeah, that's good. Uh, so you're gonna head. That's where you're gonna be for Thanksgiving then. Yeah, yeah, but we do it on Saturday after Thanksgiving. So oh, okay. we let all the kids and grandkids go to their in-laws, and then <laughs> uh, if they, you know, if that's something they can do on, on Thanksgiving Day, and then we just uh, do do our thing on Saturday. Gotcha. Afterwards. Okay. Very cool. Very cool. Great. Now, big big burning question for this podcast, Mike: mm-hmm. uh, sweet potatoes with or without marshmallows on top. Um, I, I mean, I love sweet potatoes and my wife is the one that is always asked to do the sweet potato casserole. And so it has the marshmallows okay. on it. So. All right. All right. It's and then, delicious. And, and then white meat or dark meat? You know, uh, <laughs> it should be white because it's, that's not, not as much calories, but I love the dark meat. Okay. Maybe that yeah. explains my shape. Yeah, That's all right. I, you know, my answer is always, it's turkey. I don't care. Give me some. Just give me the turkey. That's right. Give me some. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So we hope everybody has a great Thanksgiving. So kudos to everybody. Hopefully you can get together with your family and all that good stuff uh, since we, yeah, for some people, this is a two-year one in the making because they didn't do anything last year. So Mm -hmm. let's talk about this pyramid, this financial pyramid. And sometimes it's helpful to visualize complex topics to make it easier. So again, think about a pyramid, think about Giza or whatever, right? One of the pyramids you want to think about, the great uh, pyramids in Egypt. And right. just kind of think about like the the basic level. So if a solid retirement plan is built like one, let's start with the ground level. What are the different levels that make up your pyramid, Mike, that you like to do? And what's that base one? I'm going to assume that that's probably income and essentials. Yeah, it, it would be, I maybe call it uh, protection. It's kind of like making sure you've got what you need in order to be able to move forward without having to go back and destroy what you built. So it's just getting a good base, right? Therefore, a pyramid. Right. Good wide and, base um, to cover all that, yep, right? Yep. Big wide base, right? Yep. So, protection, maybe would, I, I, is what I might call it. Protection. Okay. And so, in that, what would you kind of, what's in that protection? Be in there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, uh, we, we are looking at different age uh, time, time frames or whatever for people. I mean, when you're thinking about it as a young person and you're, getting started with a family and that sort of thing, uh, you know, it's, it's going to be one thing that uh, you might be uh, thinking about. But if you're older and you haven't done it, you're thinking about the same things, but you may have done some of this stuff. And so it's maybe a little different thing. But the, the basics are 
you want to have uh, some savings for emergencies, for things that are going to come up. Um, you know, everybody probably knows who Dave Ramsey is, and he has his seven baby steps. And the first one he says is save a thousand dollars. I mean, it is incredible when I look at some of the things about retirement planning for people in the United States that it's it's just some huge percentage of the population does not have twenty five thousand dollars saved for retirement, not much less just in the bank for emergencies. They don't have it for retirement. So, you know, he suggests saving a thousand. I think that's a good idea because, you know, it's a motivational thing. If you've never saved money, getting a thousand dollars a bank, that's kind of a milestone. It feels really good. And it kind of motivates you to say, well, let's get the next piece. And ultimately you want to have probably three to six months of your expenses saved in savings uh, to, to handle emergencies and, and things that come up that are, I call them the expected unexpected, because there's always going to be the quote, unexpected expenses that occur. It's always happening. Right. Okay. So now when people come in and see you for the first time, or you're sitting mm-hmm. down with someone, how often do they have their base of their pyramid put together? Uh, do they have the stuff? Do they know they have the stuff? Things of that nature. Yeah, uh, you know, usually uh, I, I, people that are coming to see me, they they usually do have a pretty good situation there. Sometimes not, and and some of it is just because they've been kind of led by either friends, family, somebody, uh, uh, another financial advisor to just jump right into the investing stuff and put all your money in there, and they don't really have this base of protection. Uh, you know, having some savings that you can easily access, and and you know, the money that's invested sometimes, if it's done the right way can play a part there, but you know, you do want to have some locally accessible, easy, quick access to cash. Um, But, you know, in addition to that, some of the things that I run into is uh, debt, you know, and that I would put that in the protection thing. I mean, you protect yourself by getting out of debt. Uh, I'm not talking about your mortgage, but, you know, just not having this drag on your income that prevents you from being able to really uh, focus on accumulating the funds you need to be able to do what you're planning to in the future, be it educating your kids or retiring or, you know, whatever it is. So, you know, you want to get your debt paid off, have uh, three to six months in uh, savings and um, then insurance. Uh, And I'm not talking about just life insurance and not just auto or homeowners, but I'm talking about disability insurance and, um, you know, all that kind of stuff. Okay. And, you know, that's there because, if you've not acquired enough money to be able to retire or stop working or do a different kind of work, maybe than what you have been doing, whatever it is, your your desire is there as you age, just because we don't know how much time we have, you want to have some money that gets created instantly if the need occurs, whether it be you know a disability occurs and I can't work and a paycheck stops, I need some money coming in. If I die, my family needs some money coming in and and uh, for that. And then the final piece of that protection is your estate documents, having a will at least and a power of attorney for uh, doing general things as well as healthcare power of attorney, that sort of stuff. Young people uh, have things happen where they, you know, they die, they get disabled, incapacitated, and they need someone to be able to do these things for them. So these are the important things, I think. Get out of debt, have the insurance protection you need, have your will and power of attorney and and some emergency savings. So that would be my protection base. All right. So then we go to level two, moving up a level. What are we talking here? Are we talking growth? Are we talking investments? Mm -hmm. It it would be somewhat, I guess you'd say the investing part where you're adding that. And that's like having a home, um, you know, having a place where you can live, 
you know, sometimes people say, well, you know, I'd rather rent. So I've got some flexibility. I don't want to put all this into maintaining a home and all the upkeep and the taxes and all that kind of stuff. By the way, you're paying for upkeep and taxes in rent because the landlord has to do that. And he doesn't just do that gratis and free for you. So it's built into the rent you're paying. You may not have to mow the yard and that's nice, but uh, <laughs> uh, it, <laughs> right. it is a part of it. But having a home, um, I just remember years and years ago, a, a gentleman who's now passed away, but he uh, was in a company that got bought out and he got a big lump sum of money. The first thing he did is he went and paid off his mortgage. And I asked him about it. I was a younger guy at that time. I said, you know, why'd you do that? He says, there's just something about knowing you got a place to live no matter what happens. And that's a pretty cool thing. But in addition to having a home and you want to, that's why you want to have been getting in the habit of saving money and putting money aside and having that emergency fund is you want to put down a decent down payment so that uh, you don't have to pay mortgage protection insurance costs and that sort of thing. You know, at least 20% is going to keep you from doing that. There are some creative things you can do there, but you know, if you're younger, you usually don't have that flexibility. So it's a good idea to save some money to have that down payment on the house at least, and then a reasonable mortgage payment. And then you want to be taking advantage at, at your job of the employer matches on 401ks, 403bs, different retirement plans like that. And you want to talk to someone about whether you want to be putting it in pre-tax or after tax for purposes of long-term taxation issues and, and all that sort of stuff. But um, yeah, that, that would be the next phase. You might call it the savings phase or the uh, starting to accumulate um, phase. Okay. All right. So where do we put, uh, so what's next then, I guess, if we're moving up, up this, let's, let's call it four tiers, right? So you got your base, yeah. you got your tier two, what's tier three? I'd say, you know, if you, if you got kids, I think it's, uh, you know, putting money aside for education. And, you, you know, some people say, well, wait a minute, your kids are probably going to be educating, being educated before you retire. And I hope that's the case. I mean, <laughs> it's tough if, it's, if you're not, uh, you know, you're trying to retire and educate your kids at the same time. Right. But you're going to retire assuming you live. And that's why you have the, the life insurance is that if you don't, then you not only have money to take care of your spouse in retirement, but take care of your kids' education. But assuming you live, you are, you're, you're likely going to retire. You're going to have to slow down at some point or something, probably. There's a few people that don't. I think of Moses, who died at 120, and it says that his <laughs> eye was not dimmed. <laughs> so I'm looking for that. I don't think know? I want to be 120. I don't want to be 120. I'm that's just right. saying, you know, but yeah. But, you know, just some people, they just drop dead one day and, it's, you know, there you are. Um, and, and, and they were fine all the way through. But, um, yeah, if, if you don't, you, you, you want to make sure that that's there. And done properly, the retirement funds can be available for education if need be. And I don't like borrowing student debt, that kind of stuff for college. You know, but there there's a lot of ways to go at this thing. Okay. And so I won't get into details right now, but I, I would say the next level is taking care of the issues that are going to kind of be intermediate to retirement. And that might include education and that, that sort of stuff. All right. So if you want some more details on, on how each level breaks down, definitely reach out to Mike and talk through that so you can make sure your pyramid's working for you. So I'm going to assume the fourth one, the top tier, is probably just the final bit, what the icing on the cake, mm -hmm. what you want to do with whatever you've got left over. Maybe this is family or legacy planning, things of that nature. Right. Yeah, I mean, and pay off the house. That's, that's, a, that's a huge one. That's nice. Uh, but then, you know, it's like you're building this wealth. What's it for? And quite frankly, you know, you want to have a plan so you know that you're not just doing crazy stuff as far as building this all this excess wealth that's not necessary, that you're, you're matching your goals, your needs with what you're doing there. 
But, um, you know, I think it's just so important to, uh, you know, all along to be a person that's generous, that gives, that shares, that, you know, um, give back to the Lord, to the, to the church and, and in ministries and people are, are doing things to spread the gospel and to help people and all that kind of stuff. But, uh, you know, if you've got your stuff taken care of, you can really start to pour it on. And you won't if you didn't do it along the way. Uh, you don't just gotcha. all of a sudden become some generous person if you've just been miserly your whole life. Now, <laughs> right, all of a sudden, right. I got all this wealth I don't need. I'm just going to start giving it yeah, away. Exactly. So, you know, it's creating those habits as you go, but now you can really kick in and do some really cool stuff sometimes. So that, that would be, I'd say, the fourth level and, and the topper. Uh, this isn't a King Tut uh, pyramid, you know, it's all, with all the bells and whistles. It's pretty simple. Four <laughs> levels, get it done, make it so you can understand it, keep it simple, you know, all that kind of stuff. So. Gotcha. Yeah. Everybody's, you know, I mean, you could you could kind of make it, you know, seven, eight, nine layers if you wanted to yes. and really and really kind of, ch- you know, shake it up from the beginning. You could say income and then you could say so. Social Security is a letter, a, uh, you know, a level, yeah. and so on and so forth. But I think mm-hmm. in general, if you're just kind of setting it up, and that's kind of the overview of a good base plan as well as having these things set up. And of course, as always, if you got questions and concerns, you need some help and you're not working with somebody, reach out to Mike and have a conversation before you take any action. You can find him online at spcinvesting.com. That's spcinvesting.com. Dot com And uh, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, Strategic Planning, on whatever platform you like, Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeartStitcher, any of those platforms. You can find it all right there at the website, or you can just type in Strategic Planning in those apps. You already have them pre-installed on your phone most of the time. If you're an Apple user, for example, it's already there. Just open the Apple Podcast app, type in Strategic Planning in the search box, and boop. There you go. So yep. that's another easy way to do it. And of course, as always, if you got questions, you need some help immediately. Before you take action, like I said, call Mike 336 668 4338. That's 336 668 It's Thanksgiving time, Mike. So we're going to wrap this up. But uh, I love Thanksgiving. It's my favorite holiday. It's got the three F's, which is, is fantastic. It's got football, <laughs> it's got food, it's got family. But at the end of it, just remember to be thankful for what you have, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I heard something this week about being thankful and you know, the person said, thankful for what? Is it being thankful for being thankful? No, I think it's being thankful for all the things God's done for us. So, yeah, yeah absolutely. Just like you said. There's a lot, you know, there's a, you can look up a ton of stuff, but if basically just living in this country, even with all of its issues, oh. you're still in a lot better shape than you could be if you were living someplace else in the world. There's. I think it's something like if you've got $10 in your pocket, you're among the 10% richest people globally. So, you know, bear that in mind. There's always a way to kind of step back, whether you think you've got enough for retirement or you don't have enough or whatever the case might be, uh, you know, just be thankful for what you have. But then also get a plan together to make sure that you understand that you do have enough and that you can get to and through retirement with Mike at Strategic Planning Corporation. Have a great Thanksgiving, Mike. Thanks for hanging out with me. I'll see you next time. Thank you, Mark. We'll talk to you next time here on Strategic Planning with Mike Flanders. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.